It's not another Bills podcast with John Corzilius. How do you usually cope with these Bills losses? Because I don't, I don't know about you. I myself usually go through some variant of the seven stages of grieving, where you basically start with anger and depression, and then you end up coping and bargaining, and, and eventually get to this place where you can sit and do a podcast. I guess. Brandon Habermas. Guess what, buddy? You're not going to earn it today. Go back home. You're not going to get it today because Josh is going to come out and kill you. I'm sorry. I'm not murderous. I'm not a murderer. I'm Pat Caprio. Maybe there's a negative reaction from the TB12 formula. I mean, the dude's eating like soy pills every day. Even in that Subway commercial, he's like, I can't eat it. It looks so good, but I can't eat it. But come on, Tommy. Can you eat a Subway sandwich? That sounds amazing, Johnny. Dude, I, dude, Brando, like, dude, Brando seems like he's like the, the dude. Like, it's we might have to listen to it again. <laughs> Brando's, Brando's come in line though is f-ing hilarious, dude. It's funny. Expressing our hate for time, <laughs> expressing our hate for f-ing Tom Brady. I'll say it for everybody in Buffalo: we all hate him. And if you <laughs> enjoy his presence in the city, GTFO. Well, it is uh, nice to see you both here on a Thursday night. We got some Thursday night football going on right now. A barn burner between these two NFC East powerhouses, I would say, right? Some fantasy football implications and some Brando's bets today. Hopefully we can get our nice new segment going here. We got six games that we're going to pick tonight. We have some expert opinions with Pat Cap and Johnny. What do you guys think here? Well... I thought I knew what was going. I was about to bet Titans over the fucking. Uh, oh, Jesus! I'm sorry. You said no f bombs. You said no f bombs. Hey, um, you've already dropped three. This we're, we're we're two minutes in, and that was your third one. You noticed it. Uh, I'm gonna have to channel my inner inner Catholic st- school student. Um, but yeah, man. No, I mean, I I was thinking about betting the Titans over the the Arizona Cardinals, man, and like that that would have backfired. So I have I have no idea. I'm lost. <laughs> you know that game was last week, right? Yeah. No, I'm just okay. saying. Like I thought that game was a lock. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> oh my god. I'm literally crying. That was so funny. <laughs> Well, last week, <laughs> uh, I think my lock was the Rams versus Bears. Bears suck. Uh, and this week's game with the Bears is one of those fascinating games where they're favorited by three points against Joe Burrow. What? After primetime, Joe had a big big overtime explosion. Yeah. I don't get it either, man. No. So well, let's get into this first game here. I think uh, Josh Allen goes to Miami, you know. He's scorching the earth all the way down there. Uh, we have some interesting trends coming in to this game. Did you know Stefan Diggs has, what, seven games in a row with over six catches? And I think the NFL record is like he needs three more games over six catches to break the record. So that's something to look out for for that game. Uh, we have the 0-1 Bills coming into the 1-0 Dolphins. Bills are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under is 48.5, so total points scored between the two teams. That seems like an interesting number also. And uh, I mean, Considering both teams scored, what, 60 and 17 points respectively? Yeah, I, I mean, what's what's the average score that the Bills play Miami, right? 30 points a game? 
pretty high scoring historically, at least for the last five, six matchups. So do you want to take a gander at Josh Allen's average passing yards per game against the Dolphins in his career? Is it over 300? It is not. But it's it's upper 200s. Uh, can I guess 280? It's lower than that. 270? Really? It's lower than that. Well, young Josh wasn't, he wasn't a big time yards per game guy. His first couple of big games, but you have to remember, they included a lot of rushing yards. Yeah, that's what I was, because so he won true. offensive, or what was it, AFC player of the week, uh, last game of his, you know, rookie year. At a long, yeah. I, 250? 258 over six games. But guess what his rushing yards is? Average. This one is what caught my eyes. Yeah, between in those six games. Average per game. Somewhere between 40 and 60. That's what I was thinking. Higher. Really? 71 yards. Close, Pat. 66 rushing yards per game. So that's over 300 yards of total offense. So when you said 300 yards, John, it's like, yes, but no. Gotcha. So all of those are good props for this Bills game. If you want to look at the averages and say, Josh Allen will throw for over 250 yards. He will run for over 50 yards and he averages 3.3 touchdowns per game that he plays Miami. So he will throw over three touchdowns. So I like those three against the Dolphins. I, this might just be, you know, my lack of memory coming into play, but um, it seems like the last, um, like the, the running and passing of Josh Allen has kind of shifted as far as volume, like his first year did against Miami did not have as many passing yards and had like a hundred yard games rushing against Miami. I remember he just lit him up on the ground that first year, second year, a little bit more. And then last year, probably doing a lot more passing yards than, and actually last year, let's see, it was week 17. So he didn't even play the entire game. That's also probably why. So he might only have one 300 yard game against Miami, but those are still pretty high averages. I would he had a 400 yard game last year. I mean, right. That would have been, that would have been the first game, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had three hundred. He had three hundred yards in the second one too, and he played like like a little over one half. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not quite three hundred. Not sure. I wasn't thinking about his half games versus the Dolphins because that does play into effect with it too, for sure. I mean, even in a bad week, quote unquote, last year he still. I mean, last week he still had two hundred and seventy yards and what like forty six on the ground. You know. So my my favorite. Bet for the Bills game is the Stefan Diggs over seven receptions. That's my favorite. Whether you pick them to win or lose, whether you pick all the touchdowns or not, or anything on Josh, I still think Diggs over seven receptions. It's fair. What do you have? Nine week one? Yeah. Six, nine? He had nine? He had nine. Yeah. On 14 only like targets. 60 yards. 70 yards. Yeah, 69 yards, actually. Ooh. Nice. So, you know, you never know what you're going to get from them. But, okay, let's hear it. Moment of truth. Pick the Bills time. What do we got for the game? Buffalo. W- cover the spread or straight up? Uh, I think they'll cover. Yeah. Three and a half points. Ah, if they won by a field goal, I wouldn't really care. But yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it's a safe bet. Knocked on wood too. So I take them straight up because I don't. We came from behind before against the Dolphins, and I don't want to get stuck where we are down two or something like that and get a field goal to win, and I feel bad about the bet, you know, so straight up. So we all got the bills for that one. That's good. All right, this is another interesting one. On to 
our six picks for the week here. We got the Bills as number one. Our second game we're going to pick is the Cowboys against the Chargers. We have a close matchup here. Chargers are two and a half point underdogs, both coming off big week one performances, I would say. Dak had a big game. Herbert had a big game. This one could be close. This could be a shootout. What do we pick? What do we got, Pat? Well, I think that... Number one, I would take Dak if I was a betting man to throw over 300 yards. And, I mean, this this poor dude, I mean, he's only 9-8 and eight when he throws for 300 yards. And, I mean, I... Like, really? Dak Prescott's only 9-8 and eight when he yeah. throws for 300 yards? That's a good stat. Does that mean they're going to win the game against the Chargers? Uh, it's in Los Angeles, but like you guys were saying last week, like, I, I don't really think that that means that there's necessarily a lot of Chargers fans there. But I'd... I'm going to take the Cowboys, go on on a limb. Pat takes the Cowboys. We hate the Cowboys in Buffalo, if you didn't know that. But that's okay. We we don't we don't discriminate when we're making picks. Johnny, what do we got? So I, I wouldn't put much stock in the fan base that could barely fill StubHub Stadium being able to fill <laughs> SoFi. <laughs> but I'm going to go LA Chargers on this one. I, I like Herbert and I like... I like the Chargers defense a lot more than I like the Cowboys defense. So I think that's what it comes down to. My rooting purposes include fantasy football for this game. So I have Dak Prescott as my fantasy football quarterback. And if he throws for over 300 yards, I think they're going to win this week, though. He'll go to 10 and 8 instead of 9 and 9. And I think that will carry me to victory over my friend Pat Cap here. in our fantasy football matchup because we play each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why that's half the reason I brought up the yeah. f- oh, oh my God. <laughs> number four. <laughs> oh man. I mean, oh, that's rough. But I mean that's why I brought up the stat, I think, too, because like <laughs> even Brandon could Brandon could totally destroy me in in fantasy football, but Dak, you might not get that W. I'm betting on you to get that W, but that's a fair assessment. That's what we're trying to decide. So we'll see on uh, Sunday how that comes out. All right. This was the game we referenced earlier. This is our third game in our pick six. Uh, the Bears versus the Bengals. We have Chicago as a three point favorite over Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Uh, I find this a very interesting line. What do you say, John? Uh, I'd agree with it. I'm just going to take Cincinnati straight up on this one. I, I didn't like I, I it, the the Bears week one kind of looked like the same old Bears to me. Um, Matt Nagy making questionable decisions, and I mean, it, as long as they still have Andy Dalton as their quarterback, I think their ceiling's a little bit lower than than Fields. Um, you know, Fields still a rookie. You know, could make some mistakes, but I I think that they're doing him a disservice by not putting him in the game more. So I'm, I'm going to go Cincinnati on this one. John, do you think Fields is a worthy fantasy football quarterback pickup this week? This week, no, because no. I don't. I think that you know Andy Dalton's starting. So, do you think it could go bad to the point where he gets put into a game that's a blowout, and he might earn the starting job, and you stash him for future weeks? That's what my thinking about it. Oh, you like a bench pickup? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got an open bench spot, you might as well pick him up. Um, it's not a bad play at all. I actually might go look and see if he's available. I have I have an open roster spot right now just for such an occasion. I have to pick him up. Depends how, how good he's feeling after uh, Andre Smith 
resorted his brain chemistry over in uh, what was it that second preseason game? I mean, I, I've yeah, oh, and I hate to say this because as a kid, I loved the Ohio State Buckeyes, like loved them, Ooh. but I I've, I've never seen a quarterback in my lifetime that came out of Ohio State do anything any good in the NFL like, ever, ever. <laughs> and they've been good in college. No, that's true, man. I mean, as much as I love Troy Smith, Terrell Pryor is a good wide receiver, but I can't can't tell you the last Ohio State quarterback that was Cardell. Yeah, I guess Cardell too. He was <laughs> interesting to yeah. look at. You know, looked like <laughs> he, had, he had a big arm. Big arm looked like he was like a varsity kid playing against JV kids. He was just like gigantic. Yep, big dude. So you got you got the Bengals. Yeah, I think the Bengals. I, oh, I mean, I would have had the spread the other way. <laughs> Bengals, Bengals three points. I think that's a, a sneaky lock this week for uh, for those of you that bet Vegas. Maybe Vegas knows something that we don't know. But I'm also going to take the Bengals. Joe Burrow, top five fantasy quarterback. Johnny has him sitting on his bench. Won't play him. Won't trade Matthew Stafford. <laughs> hey. Both both those guys have bye weeks, and I'm covering for injuries as well. Having a good bench quarterback can make a difference down the stretch. This is my first year in fantasy. At least you didn't start Aaron Rodgers and get negative points while Jameis Winston sat on your bench and threw five TDs. So hey, hey, who told you who told you to pick up Jameis, man? You did, you did, John. You were like, he's a he's a steal. And so LASIK that's... eye surgery, miracle of science, dude. <laughs> I saw I saw this stat today. I don't know if you guys saw it. Um Drew Brees attempted like some odd five or 6,000 passes with the Saints and never once did he throw one, like a touchdown that traveled 60 air yards or more like Jameis did on that one deep throw on Sunday. Did you see his take from the booth where he said, I guess this is what this team has been missing. It's been, it's been held back by the lack of the deep threat. Yeah. Just like his head was missing those hair plugs. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Drew Brees' haircut for comeback player of the year. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, looking sharp, man. Looking sharp. <laughs> so we we're gonna move to our fourth game, which we have a young quarterback in Jalen Hurts with the Eagles playing the fierce defense of the 49ers, and the 49ers are three and a half point favorites here. I think that number's kind of low. Well, I mean, I you know last week I was I was actually very pleasantly surprised with you know the, the maturation that I saw from Jalen Hurts I mean I, I I didn't really know what to make of him he won some ugly games and you know I mean obviously there was the whole Doug Peterson deal where he was trying to give a third string quarterback <laughs> reps so that they would have a better draft pick in place of Jalen but I I don't know I'm gonna have to pick the Niners but like do not sleep on Miles Sanders do not sleep on Devontae Smith, you know, and Jalen Hurts. I, I still think the Niners win, but this Eagles team is much better than people are giving credit for. You really think that? Yeah, no, honestly, I do. Like, and they still have a lot of players from that Super Bowl team, believe it or not. You know, at least on the defensive side of the ball. But yeah, not our savior, Nick Foles, though. No. <laughs> Anybody who beats Tom Brady in my book, you yeah, know, Eli Manning. Eli Manning, just love the man. Nick Foles, love the man. So, yeah, I'd, I'd pick the Niners, but that, that Eagles team is much better than people think. Not to mention they play in the, the nicest division to play in this year as well. So no doubt that'll play a factor when it comes to playoff time. Yeah, mark my words. NFC East division champs, man. John, what do you think? 
you think it'll be uh, as close of a game that Pat says? I, I don't know if it'll be close or not, but I'm I'm picking San Fran too. I, I think that defense is too good. Um, and I, th- I think they got enough on offense to get it done. So I'm going San Fran. I'm with you, Johnny. I don't think the Eagles are anything good. I don't know uh, if week one was a fluke, but I don't believe in Jalen Hurts. I don't believe in the Eagles. I think the Niners are going to outclass him on Sunday and then they'll cover the spread easily. That's my you know hot take, I guess. Well, we disagree here, so it's it's good to get a, a different pick on the board so we can differentiate. Yeah, no, I, I still got the Niners, but oh yeah, fact, yeah so I forgot you did pick yeah, the Niners. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got I got to rep the Eagles too. Their coach Nick Sirianni, Jamestown High School graduate. Really um, local yep. guy. I didn't local know guy. All right, an intriguing matchup because Pat Cap with his Jameis Winston on the bench last week, is he going to make the same mistake in the Saints game this week when they face the Panthers? They are three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Panthers. Pat, tell us your strategy. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, I want to have a lot of faith in Jameis and, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm i still going to start Aaron Rodgers over the, the you know, uh, the robotic man with laser eyes, um, Jameis Winston, you know, just because, you know, Aaron Rodgers has torched the Lions historically, but I mean, in this game specifically, I'd still, I'd still take the Saints. I mean, Sam Darnold, say what you want though. He did have a pretty good game week one. I mean, threw threw for more yards than Josh Allen had a better passer rating. So, you know, whatever, but New Orleans is going to be good this year though. But my pick is the Panthers because I think they'll cover the spread at least, I, but I'm going to pick them to win and cover the spread or give me the points uh, because Sam Darnold's my guy, him, DJ Moore, that offense can go toe to toe with uh, Jameis and they're going to pull it out. So Johnny, what do, you, what do you think? I like New Orleans in this one too. I think that, I think that Jameis throws for the same amount of touchdowns, but less yards um, or I'm sorry, more yards <laughs> because he didn't throw for that many this last weekend, but yeah, I like Sam Darnold. I, you know, I think this game will be fairly high scoring. You know, not a not a blowout or anything like that. But yeah, I like I like New Orleans in this one. Both teams have have potent offenses, so I'm, that'll be a good one to watch. I, I feel you though with the home field advantage. That might be if the if the Panthers do pull it off. Yeah, at home probably because they're playing at home. About that, yeah, yeah. Three and a half point favorites. I like the hitch. The little half a point makes a difference uh, in these games. So. Now, this one, uh, you know, we have bad memories as Bills fans of the Cardinals last time they were here. <laughs> that was one of the best games I've watched. Uh, but, I, you know, talk about mood swings, bro. Like, Yep. So they're going up against the Vikings as three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I try to think about the Vikings, and I just forget they exist, honestly. And uh, Kyler Murray is my dude. So give me, give me, the, give me the Cardinals in that game, Johnny. We got. Uh, I have Arizona as well in that one. Um, it's it's hard to see. I think that it's actually a pretty good matchup. Um, Arizona's defensive front and Chandler Jones um, against Minnesota. That's got you know a, a pretty balanced offense as far as offenses go in the NFL these days um, with their with their run game and stuff like that. I, I would not be surprised to see you know three maybe four Kirk Cousins sacks as well. So, yeah, I like Arizona in this game. I think that Minnesota's defense is, is decent, but I think Kyler has has a pretty good day. Yeah, I mean, 
also, like you were saying, kind of the balance to the Vikings attack. Yes, Dalvin Cook is a very good player, but also this this defense held Derrick Henry three and a half yards of carry last week. So, you know, I got I to gotta take the Cardinals. I agree with you, man. Especially like you were saying, too, I could see... I would I would say at least three three Kirk Cousins sacks, man. Like, you know, Kirk is kind of, and this is no knock on Kurt, Kirk, and this is uh, no knock on Jay Cutler, but they're the only two dudes I've ever seen that could like at the end of the game you look at you look at their stat line and you're like, what <laughs> was that? Was that really their stat line? And they lost the game. So like, every time they look like they have great games on paper, but like if you actually watch the game, you'd be like. Rrr. I agree with you on that, and that can, that's all six games that we have. Uh, I got one last question for you, Brando. Yes. I've never seen a spread this big. Do you think um, the Brownies pull off the 12-point spread against Los Houston Texans? I think Cleveland's going to win the game, but give me Tyrod, man. You know we all love him here. Yeah, dude. I mean, he was, a, he, was one of the, he was one of the nicest guys here, and he keeps you in a game. He doesn't lose big. What's a blowout? Maybe against the Saints one of his years here when they ran all over his teams, but those nine and seven Bills teams always were in games. No, I agree, man. I think that I, I agree with you, man. I thought the twelve points spread was a little bit disrespectful. I mean, Very those guys just went out there and whomped Mister Number One Draft Pick, and he was at one point, you know, one TD, three picks. I mean, granted, he pulled it together, but John, what do you say? Yeah, no, I think. Uh, I mean, I I don't think that it's a twelve point spread. I think that. You know, maybe maybe the Browns win, and who knows? I, I'd give I'd give Tyrod fifteen to twenty percent chance of of pulling it out, but yeah, I I don't think that they're going to cover the spread. No, I, I let's make it sure that we have it known here that I do not expect Houston to win this game at all. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't one of the games we're tracking on the scoreboard. So no, okay. no, no. I but Tyrod is uh he's a good quarterback to bet on. Now, uh, how do you feel if Tyrod I We'll re-examine this uh, about hmm, maybe week eight. But, I mean, if he plays well, potential comeback player of the year after a uh, medical mispractice, and, you know, I don't know. It's possible. It's going to be hard if Dak has a good year. Or, or or Burrow. Same with Burrow. There are some great players coming off injury. That's true. Or Barkley, torn ACL. I mean, they're winning right now, but... yeah. Anyone who has Daniel Jones right now, you are smiling. Really? Dude, uh, I mean, he's only got 163 yards, but he's 16 to 21 with a teeter. Dude's rushed for 82 yards on seven carries in a TD, though. 11.2 yards per carry. He's kind of like 2019 Josh, 2018 Josh. Just doesn't have the accuracy, but he's running. Hell yeah. I mean, people forget he was clocked at the fastest speed last year before he face planted but he's going a little too fast for his brain daniel jones is a, a free agent in our league right now yeah honestly yeah. someone should scoop justin, his ass up justin fields isn't Ooh. who has justin fields uh trey does uh see that's a total train ads move. It is a trey, trey, move. trey was already ballsy enough he knew that jalen hurts was gonna have a great game last right. week and already had jalen hurts starting like who starts jalen hurts I mean, it was eight through three touchdowns. It was definitely it was a great start. Great start. Yeah. Kenny Galladay has been missed by Daniel Jones tonight on a lot of occasions. Isn't so, Galladay on your bench? Yeah, because Daniel Jones can't hit 
freaking water off a boat. Well, why'd you name your team Happy Galladays after a bench player? I love Kenny G, man. I had him his rookie year for the Lions. I like him when he played for Detroit. Okay. Well, that that's a good enough reason. Yeah. Is Sterling Shepard a uh, free agent in our um, pool of players? Let me look. I just put in a waiver claim for Daniel Jones on a whim. <laughs> Bro, you're going to have four quarterbacks. You're going to have four quarterbacks. One of them's on IR. I can always release one. Yeah, you should do that. I'll take any of them. I was mad because I believe I was second on the line and Nick got the guy, the running back from San Francisco. Yeah, Mostert or whatever. Instead of me. Yeah, because I put him in for the claim. But that's all right. Fantasy Football Friday. Brando's bets. Johnny, Pat Cap. Go Bills, baby. Bills by a million. Circle the wagons. 